Storywise would end. Season 4, Episode 5. Welcome to Storywise Would End. True stories told live in Would End in the Macedon Ranges, 70 kilometres north of Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Hi, welcome back. This is Des Rock. I'm your host for StoryWise Woodends podcast, this season's theme being fire. I have the pleasure of introducing our very own Kate Lawrence's story and her twist, which is about youth and smoking and the ever endeavor to become as adult as possible. Brilliantly told. I hope you enjoy this. Kate Lawrence with Fire. When I was in upper primary school, I really, really wanted to grow up. I wanted to grow up fast. I wanted the kudos, the autonomy, the power that came with being an adult. And the most surest, accessible way that I could see to do that was to smoke. And so at the age of 11, my friend and I stole some cigarettes from her dad and the thrill of having that glowing cigarette and puffing our cheeks out with the smoke and wafting it around was exhilarating. We didn't do it very often and the novelty wore off. I couldn't really see what the big deal was. But fast forward a couple of years and I'm 14 and very much at the uh, beginning of my wild adolescence and smoking was very much going to be a part of that and so I took to it in earnest. I stole some and then I started buying my own and I went to school, I learned how to do the drawback and I went to school and I hung out with the smoking girls and, and we talked about it and I talked about how I really liked how the smoke hit the back of my throat and, and we talked about the, the, the nicotine feel, the dizzy kind of spinning feel as we had the nicotine and we talked about packets and, and we all knew that we were going to lose weight because instead of eating now we were smoking. And um, I would smoke at home hanging out my bedroom window and I would stub the cigarettes out on the walls of the house. Now this was stupid on many, many fronts because they were white walls and my bedroom faced the main thoroughfare, the the driveway. And anyone coming to the house would come down the driveway and the cars would come down the driveway and and I, I noticed one day that there were all these black marks and clearly my parents knew that I was smoking. And I knew that I was breaking their hearts by smoking because health and healthcare, and in fact children's health, was at the core of their commonality. They'd met at the Perth Royal Children's Hospital, doctor, nurse, and they were united in their opposition to smoking and my older siblings smoked as well. They had different takes on what was the problem. My father focused on the the limitations of emphysema and my mother would stick cancerous lungs, pictures around the house. But none of it affected me whatsoever. I was determined to smoke. There had been, when I was in grade four, a very, very scary film that they'd played at school that terrified 
the living daylights out of me. Mostly because it had this song that went with it. Where have all the flowers gone? And there was a coffin that went with that. And that we'd followed the father who ended up in the coffin. We'd followed his demise as he continued to smoke. It was so scary. Uh, and I vowed and declared I was never, ever, ever going to smoke. Clearly, a couple of years, not very long in a child's life. By the time I got to 14, I decided to smoke knowing that I would give up at 21. That was the golden age, and I was not going to succumb to the um, nicotine addiction. I smoked for 25 years. So on um, after school, when I was smoking at home, it was more difficult to hang out the window because there was more people coming and going. And so I would seek other areas of the yard to smoke. And down in the back left-hand corner of our yard, there was a big double garage. And extending from the garage was this white lattice that was covered in jasmine, which still reminds me of my childhood. And behind the lattice was kind of a service area of the yard. There was an incinerator, and for a while it was a chook run, and there was a puppy run, and, but mostly it was just garden waste. And I would go down there to have my cigarette. Well, this one day I went down there, and I pig-sucked my way through the cigarette and <laughs> stubbed it out on the... On the windowsill, the, the shed had a, a, a window. It was really an aeration hole. It, it had wooden slats and, and a little wooden um, window ledge, and I'd stubbed it out on there thinking no one would see the black mark. And then I you know, got rid of the smell, had some toothpaste, went into the telly room, sat down with my siblings, and Lost in Space was on, and then I Dream of Jeannie, and then Get Smart... And then halfway through Get Smart, my mum comes racing and she says, there's smoke in the shed, there's smoke in the shed, there's a fire. Richard, Bill, get the, get the bucket, get the hose. And I just froze. <laughs> no one was calling on me to do anything, which I was really pleased about. I, the guilt was just ripping into me and I just sat there frozen. And they came back about ten minutes later and the shed had been saved and everything was okay, and I just kept waiting for the suspicion to fall where it ought to have fallen. But my mother was just going, I can't understand. I don't know how it started. All I can think of is there must have been a a paint-soaked rag or or a turpentine rag put on the shelf or or, or on the window ledge. I just... It was so lucky that I was down there because, and it was just some slim chance that she happened to be down there looking for something or doing something that she even saw the smoke. Well, that night at dinner, Mum still got her rag theory and my dad wasn't buying the rag theory and he's looking around the table for other suspects <laughs> and thinking about matches and cigarettes and I'm... No, I don't know anything. No, no. I was in so deep with all my deceit. It didn't matter what was one more lie. No, I knew nothing. And they never found out. I never told them that this had happened. But it did rock me to my core. I didn't really see the, the, the metaphor at the time that I really was playing with fire. I was wild at that point. I was drinking, I was smoking, I was out with boys. And I continued to do all of those things. But, but, but this gave me an indication in that teenage brain of mine that I didn't know everything and that maybe I ought to be a little bit more wary and careful in my um, activities 
and I, I suspect that helped me in good stead, because I'm here today. Yes, yes, that's finished. <laughs> Thanks for listening to StoryWise Would End. If you want to know more about StoryWise or me, Kate Lawrence, then head over to storywise.com.au. And remember, your stories matter.